So this is the first um, Oral Delights of Hadder podcast or a radio show, depending on... Um, if we can get our technological asses together to actually like be able to do it live. Exactly. And I'm so pleased to be doing it as well, Alex. So thanks for sorting it out, because let's not pretend that I've done anything towards it. So well, it's really, um, yeah, thanks. It's by the skin of our teeth at first putting together technological solutions to try to do this but yeah well it's really nice to um I, i'm sure you feel the same it's nice to be doing something especially um during this lockdown period and also because as a band we haven't been gigging which is really our main activity as a band mm -hmm. so um yeah it's nice to be doing something with music that um is connected to each other, ah, like hippie moment, and and is like it makes us feel like we've done something during the lockdown period, because all these other bands are out there being fantastically productive, and we have been doing stuff, haven't we, Alex? Yeah, yeah. We've been doing it behind the scenes, and we haven't managed to get any of it out yet. But um, you know, <laughs> so it's nice to do this, and hopefully we'll get this out quicker than we've got anything else out. So yeah. Absolutely. So we're going to, general um, way we're going to do this is we're just going to chat shit and play some songs for you. And it's a combination of stuff we've been listening to during the lockdown and stuff with, um, and stuff that's quite new. Some of it's quite new from acts. It's just been put out during the lockdown or shortly before. And I'm Wasp. I'm the front person in Rights of Hadda. I nearly called myself a singer there. But judging by one of the reviews we got from our last gig, I don't think I can use that word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Alex probably wants to introduce himself. But... Yeah, yeah, I'm a guitarist <laughs> in rights and uh, lurking in the background, hiding behind Fabulous Wasp. And, <laughs> well, not right now. We're actually socially distanced in two separate areas of London. But normally on stage is um, hiding behind me. Oh, thanks for calling me Fabulous. <laughs> Um, so yeah, should we just launch with a song then, Alex? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, did you have anything in mind or should I just grab something? No, you go for it. I've um, chatted enough already. I don't know, it's probably a minute wasted of these good people's lives. All right. Well, this is uh, Kicked in the Teeth, uh, Relieve Yourself. I saw them at Horn and Hoof's Christmas Bash in 2019, which feels like several millennia ago. Uh, yeah. They're a lot of fun and uh, there's a very short song. brief <laughs> i enjoyed that it was really good <laughs> i'm really lucky that before uh before the lockdown i i put in a few visits to a few places so just after christmas i went and visited uh scott up in manchester and uh checked out the horn and hoof christmas party which was awesome so there was kicked in the teeth there was uh uh incisions um, oh, Kicked in the Teeth were dressed up like Kiss because it was a dress-up party, so they were called Kissed in the Teeth. 
<laughs> Apart from them and maybe incisions and Scott dressed up like Joe McClain from a Die Hard and me as Santa, pretty much nobody else dressed up. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because you made a, ra a rather good video dressed up as Santa yeah, yeah, yeah. for, for um, Scott's band Glue Ear, is that right? Yeah. That is, I mean, if anyone is is interested in kind of right side projects, they should check out Alex starring in Glue Ear's video because it is, you know, I was impressed. I was really impressed when I saw it. And you get to see a little bit of Alex's ass as well. So, you know, <laughs> something for everyone in there. Yeah, Scott's actually like not a bad, uh, I mean, he's a very good uh, photographer, but he's also pretty good at uh, mixing the old video and stuff. Oh, yeah, he can make one for us then. <laughs> That was, that was, you know, like just a cheeky little suggestion I'm throwing out there. I don't expect anything, but yeah. No, no, no that was, that was good. Shall I play a song then? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I've got a list in front of me, but you know, it's hard to know how to follow things. Like I'm going to go with Liar Flower, who is um, Katie Jane Garside's latest incarnation. And Katie Jane Garside is a singer in Daisy Chainsaw, Queen Adrena, and latterly Ruby Throat. And they've, um, Ruby Throat, the, the latest project, has kind of developed into this project called Liar Flower. And the album's literally just out a few weeks ago. And um, it's just, I mean, it's just amazing. It's really, it's, it's such an intuitive album and it takes you all over the place. And I can't speak highly enough of Katie Jane Garside. She's personally a muse to me for many years. And um, no, that's not, she hasn't, I don't know her personally. I'd love to know her personally, but you know, just her work has been of a muse um, to me. So yeah, here we go with um, Liar Flower off the latest record. My brain is lit like an airport So the angels will find me
Jane Garside is huge, is, is just one of these performers that takes it to another world. And I just, yeah, really have appreciated her over the years. And this album really takes her back to form. Not that the previous albums haven't been great, but this is really, it's got some guts in the way that, she, that um, her previous work from the 80s and noughties, from the 90s and noughties had. And I really appreciate that edge of her. So, so that's that. So how have you been doing in this lockdown then, Alex? Yeah, not bad, I guess. Yeah, it's starting to take its toll, I think, on everyone, really. But yeah, we've been doing a lot of the Punk for the Homeless stuff, so that's distracted quite a lot. But even that, we've gotten quite exhausted with. Yeah, I'm not surprised you really pulled out all the stops for that. So, you know, huge, huge thanks to you all for doing that. It's really inspiring to see how hard the Punk for the Homeless collective work. Mm. to raise money um, for homeless charities. Um, yeah, and particularly Eagle and Rachel. I mean, they're just non-stop. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they're just like, lovely we have the people. Girls yeah. Aloud, uh, which is an all day and next Saturday. That's but, Girls Are Loud, not Girls, girls Are Loud. loud yeah. like, <laughs> for an all day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Get that. Get that. Right. Like, ten songs on repeat. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So for the people that live in Nottingham, they can also because um, the Schumack Centre has the uh, People's Kitchen, where yeah. you, everybody that attends the gig, uh, if they show up early, then they can buy a meal, and that money yeah. also goes towards charity. So in the lockdown, when they do the Girls Are Loud events, then they're also making the meals and people can order them in advance or order them on the day. And then Rachel uh-huh. goes out and drives them round to people. So they're doing home deliveries for the People's Kitchen. Yeah. Because since the lockdown, as well as the online gigs. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had that kind of energy. Oh, oh my God. Anyway, yeah. An absolute pleasure to know Eagle and Rachel and and yeah, you guys all deserve a massive pat on the back for doing that. So yeah, well done. I appreciate it. <laughs> I was gonna come in now with like some uh, just to just wanted to mention about how shit the government's been. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. And um yeah, I don't know why I laughed at that because you know, like but I just because I was bringing down the energy, I suppose. Like, may as well get it over and done with, though. The government's been absolutely shit. I mean, you show me a government that isn't an enemy of its people, but this government particularly has just, you know, like chucked 60,000 of us under the bus, effectively, with no plan. Mm. And um, there's an excellent um, <laughs> punk rave band called Kildren. And I know you've heard of them, Alex. I don't know if anyone that's listening has heard of them, but they should have heard of them. They were um, banned from Glastonbury and there was a big furore about their song, Kill Tory Scum Before They Kill You. And Kildren have got a new album out next week, I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah. they, re- they released this one song, so I hope um, it's all right to play it. They're anarchists anyway, so they won't care probably. But so here we go, Kildren, bang on point, expect a crime wave. Let's have you. Electro fraud and tax evasion, outright lies and fabrication. Backhanders and chums, diddling the sums. Seems to me it's a crime wave. Broken promises and worthless novel speak. Was the people saviour now corruption at its peak? Expensive fraud and arms sales abroad. 
good stuff though ain't it yeah fucking hey and you know i mean i had the absolute pleasure of seeing children at a loud women gig a few months ago and they were they were really good fun i really enjoyed it and and yeah that's just thank fuck someone's saying it that's the kind of um you know that's what we need that's what i feel like i want to do but i never do is that kind of like in your face (laughs) i mean i think like some right stuff is quite in your face anyway, but I like, you know, I like it right in your face. And when we read into that, what you will, but you know, it's, it's, I'm really appreciating children at the moment. So thanks guys for doing what you're doing. That's excellent. Did you see so, the uh, Queen's speech that they did at the beginning of the lockdown? Do you know what I didn't? I meant to, I meant to tune into that. Now, now you're flashing me up. Now I've picked myself up as a children fan and you're like, 
Well, it's all right. Highlighting the holes in my facade. Past <laughs> when it wasn't live, I suppose. A lot of these live streams and things, I don't bother going back to listen to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Time, but then you know, like that's a, exactly yeah and one of the things i've loved about the lockdown is how much stuff's come online mm. you know like some of my friday nights i couldn't dream of going to a gig with those lineups yeah. because you know like you flick through five different gigs of your five favorite bands you know <laughs> like, <laughs> like other things that are going on i mean it's been truly amazing that people have really sorted it out to that level and there's just stuff to do every weekend coming out your ears stuff to watch people you know doing their thing and that's just really good i mean you probably want to play a song now before i take over the whole thing don't you well i'm just coming back like when when we were talking about uh eagle and rachel earlier then i thought i actually had the tune in the right place on the computer but i obviously saved it in a completely wrong place so i just found it on <laughs> youtube instead uh so, here we go so activistas yeah Mother Earth is dying, dance upon her grave. Let's lift a glass to the fuck we never gave. Sometime in the future, we will change our ways. We will all be vegan in the end of Cannot eat money, thus spite sitting bold. We poisoned all the rivers to make the white man roll. We've chopped down all the trees just to wipe our ass. People are starving, democracies are fast. Consumers 
it is collective sin. Take the piss out of Greta for speaking truth to power. Will we still be laughing in our final hour? Mother Earth is dying. Dance upon her grave. Let's lift a glass to a fuck we never gave. Sometime in the future, we will change our ways. We will all be vegan in the end of days. Do you know what? I don't. I haven't heard that before mm-hmm. because you know. I mean, I might have heard it at a gig actually when I've been at an activist's gig, but I've never heard a recording. I don't think I've ever listened to a recording of the activists. I mean, they they had the mixes together at the roughly at the beginning of the lockdown, <laughs> and then me. Rich Gulag produced the video, which is pretty decent as well. Uh huh. That was only a few weeks ago. That was really good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And for people listening, they don't necessarily know, but Alex and I don't know what songs we. The, the, each other's going to play. So even though, you know, I know the band, the activists, and they, I would consider them close and personal friends of mine. Um, you know, it's nice to really get to hear that because I haven't heard it. So, you know, it's probably a bit lax of me, but you know, that's the kind of person I am. Well, there you go. We can expose each other to the music that we think our other bandmates should have been listening to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we were sharing them to death on Facebook. <laughs> Oh, no, thanks, thanks for bringing that. That was really good. Yeah, nice, nice, yeah. Excellent. And obviously, uh, Eagle and Rachel have been doing a, the odd bit of uh, performing as well for various things. I've Even I've lost track of <coughs> what's going on in that front. Like, at first, I would, had my finger on the pulse, but now it's just there's so much. They're out of control. <laughs> <laughs> They're spinning. They're out of control. control. <laughs> What's on today? Oh, yeah, well, God. Men, they couldn't hang someone from that. Oh, yeah. Radioactive Rats played earlier. Three Daft Monkeys played in the afternoon. Yeah. Bunch of other stuff, like... Goes on and on and on. Ow, I just stabbed myself. Anyway, with a pen. Well, I've got a song now. I'm I'm sticking with the um, virus theme for a little while. Sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, I, um, this song's from the Tiger Lilies, who probably some people will know and some people won't, but, you know, they've been touring for 30 or 35 years. I went to their anniversary concert a few weeks before the lockdown. I can't remember if it's 30 or 35 years. I've got a feeling it's 35, but it might be 30. Um, at the Coliseum in London. I've never been in that venue either. Have you ever been in there? Where God, it? it's epic. It's in central London. It's right by... Charing Cross Road. It's just, oh, it's, it's, well, yeah, I can't describe it. It's ornate. Let's put it that way. It's like the most ornate theatre. It's the home of the 
somewhere <laughs> someone <laughs> if someone's home the philharmonic orchestra or the ballet or i don't know because that's too highbrow entertainment for, but it's it's fucking epic in there and it was just a perfect setting for the tiger leaders and they were so good and like we were saying <clears throat> like i was saying earlier about loads of bands being really productive and putting stuff out well the tiger lilies had uh, a covid19 album out within three weeks of the lockdown a month ago and they've got a second one coming out next week i think mm -hmm. and so this is a song from that and it's called spitter so here's the tiger lilies and spitter from their most recent release covid19 i'm a covid19 taste <laughs> I mean the, the album's really good it switches from between you know the deepest most moving melancholy that the tiger lilies do so well mm. to that really distasteful should I be laughing at this kind of you know um like awfulness that they also do so well and if you know if you've got anyone that's listening who doesn't know the tiger lilies they've got a huge body of work out there it's huge. And if you've got room for a sort of vaudeville-esque cabaret, bad taste punk band in your life, there's certainly the direction to look in. And I'm going to play another one of their songs, a few songs further in from that album, because, you know, it's topical. But um, yeah, that was good. I enjoyed that. So I wonder what you've got next. <laughs> yeah. Should I keep it topical, wacky or just straight out punk? I don't know. Oh, it's up to you. We should have a call in. Yeah. <laughs> we should have a we should have a phone in. I mean, it's difficult now because we're recording this, but you know. <laughs> oh, maybe <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll stick to the uh, protest music for now. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. 
So uh, this is uh, Knife Club with working class Tories. And this is apparently somewhat of a, a super group of band members from TNS Records. So you got people from Casual Nausea, Revenge of the Psychotronic Man, Nosebleed, who we played with uh, at Evil Hoof Picnic. In oh, yeah, Hoof. yeah. Someone of that is in there. And I don't even know how to pronounce this. Haste, H-A-E-S-T. Uh, Matilda Scoundrels and Faintest Idea. So all Manchester bands, I believe. Um, Fabulous. Faintest Idea and Matilda Scoundrels have played for Horn and Hoof a few times as well. So this is Working Class Tories by Knife Club. Relatively recent uh, record. I can't remember if it was predating lockdown or. Uh -huh. I, I did look into this before, but then I obviously totally forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to keep it relatively current releases, you know, particularly lockdown releases, but I only found out about this one during lockdown, so there you go. Yeah, I mean, most of mine are, most of them are, apart from. Two or three are new, are new songs that I've discovered during lockdown, or bands that I've discovered during lockdown. Mm. But I mean, I'm, but right now, actually, I'm going to play a song of a band who isn't, who definitely isn't new in lockdown, and I'm swerving dangerously out of the lane here <laughs> <laughs> with this choice. Right. <laughs> um, it's Steel Eye Span. I don't know if you've ever heard of them, Alex. I, I've only heard it mentioned by you before. 
Well, yeah, they're kind of they're of the folk rock pioneers from the late 60s and 70s. They're still playing today, you know, maybe with one or two original members left. But they're like, you know, they've been going 50 years at this point. So, you know, people got to retire. It's, you know, not everyone wants to work forever, do they? But, you know, they're, they're an excellent band. I mean, and folk rock isn't really the preserve of most of the people we hang out with. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's it's a bit too soft, you know, but there's some real gems in, in the in the genre and really pioneered by Fairport Convention and Steel Eye Span. And this is, it's a, it's quite an early song, although forgive me for not knowing the year, because I did actually look that up, but like you, you know, I smoke a lot of weed and so everything evaporates as soon as I've read it. But it's either from 69 or 74. I can remember that much, but I can't remember which one. And it's called The Lowlands of Holland. And yeah, so I'm bringing it down now and swerving just into the punk lane, into the folk lane a little bit. Yeah, yeah, there we go. I'll, I'll pull you back from, <laughs> pull you back from the pedestrian ground. Rescue me. <laughs> All right.
What did you think, Alex? I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed did it. you? <laughs> I'm pleased. <laughs> well, I wanted to bring that because, you know, it's, it's something I listen to a lot and I've been listening to it through the lockdown, Steel Ice Band, because it's so summery and spring-like and, right. you know, and lots of it's about Morris dancing and the kind of old myths of England. And, you know, I'm not patriotic in that way, but I kind of like the mythological side of the fairy queen leading Thomas the Rhymer to the other worlds and do you know and they do songs all about that you know and it's all you know so it's it's kind of a slight escapism as well and that's one of the reasons I like folk and bluegrass as well is those real net strong narrative stories you get in in that kind of music so I just wanted to share that anyway so maybe um other people would enjoy it but yeah I, I certainly know it's not what most people are listening to of uh, <laughs> of our scene quite, anyway quite. well you know there's a bit of crossover with a lot of like uh folk punk bands and yeah where, where folk and folk punk really stops and uh yeah i mean folk rock i think is seen as a bit i mean i don't think there's a very strong scene that's carrying it on basically the pioneers of it are, is where it starts and ends, it seems to me. Do you know what I mean? And I suppose folk punk has kind of picked up that electrified folk thing, you know, where folk rock pioneered it. Mm. But it's, you know, often it, it's seen a bit, if you know, it can be seen as a bit soft yeah. from people that I'm friends with. Not, they prefer the harder kind of stuff, but... I like the folk side of it. I mean, sometimes, it, I mean, occasionally you're listening to an album and it gets a bit Brian Adams at some point, that even I'm a bit, <laughs> you know, that kind of soft, rocky vibe. You're just like, hang on a minute. But, um, it, yeah, but there's some real barnstormers in there as well, you know, and lots of like traditional English stuff, which is lost under, you know, like the mire of awful nationalism of today. So, you know, I appreciate it for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm probably going on too much, you know, so. That's all right. As you were saying that, then I was, uh, it just reminded me that Attila uh, uh, the Stockbroker has a uh, Baroque folk band called Barn uh -huh. 1649. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Steve White and the protest family put them on a year or two ago. So uh, asked me to do sound engineering for them for that. Yeah, great. Yeah, Steve White and the Protest Family. Are you playing any of their stuff tonight, Alex? I, embarrassingly enough, I was, I've been thinking about it, but you know Steve's been putting out a song a day since lockdown. Yeah, I know. It's impressive. And people's creativity <laughs> is impressive. It takes me like a year to write three songs. Yeah, I like, really. They're all, you know, the lyrics are obviously current to that specific day, and they're good songs, you know? Like... Yeah, I really admire people that can do that. I'm more of a bolt from the blue kind of a person, you know? Like, it hits me and it comes out. If I try to sit down and purposefully write about a subject, then I, I find it terribly stiff. I, I wish I could do that. Mm. I really, you know, I'm impressed by that. Because my output would be better if I could do that. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Now, I didn't think of playing any of Steve's songs, so maybe we want to cut this section out as well. <laughs> Steve won't mind and we can make it up to him next week oh we will make it <laughs> so yeah have you got another song for us Alex I do indeed yeah so nice and short one to uh, drag the uh, 
plaster of folk rock back in. <laughs> <laughs> this is a American artist that's playing for the Girls Aloud uh, next week. Had never heard of her, but um, it was an American artist, Erin uh, Incoherent, that got in touch with uh-huh. us. Has streamed for Punk for the Homeless a couple of times now. Uh-huh. Does quite a lot around and stuff, and has a bit of a following for herself in the US. And then she said, like, uh, you know, for the next one, can I get another couple of uh, American artists involved? And one of them was Nikki Nailbomb. Uh-huh. Um, Great and, name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, just a short one from her. It might be a bit more in the uh, American kind of sphere of punk, which I don't usually listen to a lot. But this one, like, she it's really... It's good to step out of your comfort zone from time to time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So here we go. All right. Fluoride and antibiotics, plastics and metals and soaps, and we can just pull out all of our whatever to send them to clean up the ocean together. short and sweet oh that was really good and she's playing at girls are loud yeah 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 Yeah, that's excellent next next weekend yeah uh, yeah that'll be the sixth is it yeah Yeah. is that the same day as my interviews going out on the um desert island vids or am i the fifth on on the sunday on the seventh also, it's a really good weekend for Punk for the Homeless next week. Yeah, 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 <laughs> Talent flowing over next weekend. <laughs> that's great. Oh, yeah, that's excellent. I enjoyed that. Mm. Yeah, she's Powerful like, lyrics, uh, eh? Huh? Powerful yeah. lyrics. Yeah. yeah. She works with a lot of different uh, vocalists, so they've always got this, like, two people singing at the same time, or that's a, uh-huh. that's a recurrent theme. And I really uh-huh. like it because there's two different... You know, they're both quite high pitched, but at the same time, like one of them is a bit more like snarly and the other one's a bit more like screechy and stuff. And it just works really well. And yeah. And what quickly. What I love about effects like that is that different times when you listen to it, you tune into different elements of the song. It's different. I mean, I'm really into this, like different dimensions that you can find in one thing, you know, and that's, you know, like you say, it can be gnarly or it could be soft, you know. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean, that's. That is the kind of creativity in, in performance and recording that I really enjoy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, shall I move on to something? Yeah, yeah. Or do you want to play another one? Well, I've got a few things here. I, I prepared <clears throat> some things that I've been listening to recently. Um, some of it I'm just not going to bother with, to be honest, because it was... Uh, Exciting at the moment, uh, like when I found out that Rudimentary P and I were going to bring out their first seven inch in a few years. Uh, the song itself is quite deep. I mean, it's the lyrics are from uh, um, Wilfred Owen. It's a World War One poem. Uh huh. All the chances, but uh huh. It's not a new song. It's just it's coming out on seven inch. And to be honest, like I mean, I like Rudimentary P and I because they're fucking nasty. And this is like more dark and slow than nasty. So I'll 
pick something yeah. else. <laughs> no, go on, bang it on. Oh, no, no, really? <laughs> yeah, you've wet my appetite now. Dark Cell and Nasty, I mean, that's me all over. gonna skip actually i don't know like, no i liked it liked it i will read the yeah i mean the, it was uh, really poem. gothic yeah what's the poem called again uh, the chances by uh, oh nice one yeah wilfred owen i've heard of we studied a couple of his poems when i was at school actually because he's a world war one poet eh? yeah, yeah. he really favored peace mm-hmm. 
did he favour peace? Yeah. Or am I getting... He did, yeah. Like, he, he wrote very realistic poems, didn't he, about life in the trenches, etc. But, yeah. yeah. If I remember correctly, and let's face it, I wasn't at school an awful lot <laughs> when I was supposed to be. So, yeah. Oh, I enjoyed that. Thanks for sharing that. I never heard that before. No, I hadn't either. So that's it. Like, when it came out, then I... I... I got it. I procured it. And, yeah. <clears throat> uh, but the novelty wore off quite quickly. <laughs> once, and I was like, oh, yeah. But I don't know, because rudimentary Pinot are nasty, like fast, heavy, shouty band. And so, like, they do have a wide, a broad diversity of stuff that they do. They're a very. You know, well, that's a bit of a departure from their normal business. Yeah, well, it's departure from the sort of stuff that I generally seek out yeah so sh shall i go for something yeah yeah sure sure There's a, uh i think i'll go for t bitch next oh yeah with a song called dressing up and t bitch i only discovered them in the last nine months or a year and started listening to their things their stuff on youtube mm. and then i went to see them at a gig it was actually the same gig children were playing so i was like yeah Double for money. Yeah, Anarchist Wood were playing as well, and I Doris, who I really want to see I Doris, but I didn't get there on time to see I Doris because, yeah, it was a bit of an early start for me. Seven o'clock is is. Anyway, <laughs> details people don't need. Um, so yeah, let's. I'll talk a bit more about them afterwards if I, if yeah, I can. I'm trying to remember the name of the tour that T Bitch <laughs> Wood did. It was either Anarchist. <sighs> Anarchist was, bitch or T. The T bitch? No, that's the anarchist. No. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, they they did like a good name combi and it. <laughs> <laughs> Bitchwood. Yeah, it was something like that. Anyway, let's have another pipe while we're um, listening to this, shall we? And then we might be make less sense afterwards. But here's. Uh... up. Yeah. 
Dress is my escape. Dressing up's my medicine. It's the only thing I take. Dressing up is my drug. Dressing's my escape. Dressing up's my medicine. It's the only thing I take. Dressing up is my drug. Dressing's my escape. Yeah, that was fun, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's not a new song from T-Bitch. That one's a couple of years old, I think, maybe two or three years old. But, you know, they've got a few things on YouTube. They've got a few things on Spotify. They do loads of gigs when we are allowed to gig. Um, They're from Southend. I can't believe I never heard of them until this year. They're banging. They're chaotic. They're punk as fuck. And they're thoroughly lovely people. So it's just an yeah, absolute pleasure to be listening to them. And um, yeah, I really hope that we can gig with them at some point, Alex. Yeah, yeah. And um, we were both supposed to be playing Rebellion. Yeah, we, like they were, got their first gig at Rebellion this year. We got our, offered our first gig at Rebellion this year. Yeah. And so, you know, we were all really pumped for that. But, you know, obviously that's not happening now because of the virus. So, yeah, let's hope that we can sort something out with them when... Um, we know more about the future, mm. but um, yeah. So cheers for that tea, bitch. That's really good. And I totally appreciate what you guys are doing. It's in your face. I put it that way. It's chaotic. It's great. I mean, they're, they're just great. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Well, play something else, Alex. Okay, well, I'm going to play that. Uh... Uh, the Dry Wretch song that they just released, actually. Nice! Uh, Don't touch me, you're sick. Uh, and <laughs> yeah. of course, uh, uh, downloads for that go to uh, Punk for the Homeless, so any money that they uh, nice. do downloads. But uh, try to encourage people to go on the 6th of June, because that's when Bandcamp don't take any money. 6th of June, then. Download this, eh? Yeah, 6th of June, I think, like, the first uh, Friday or Saturday of uh, July as well. So. Nice one.
That was excellent. Yeah, absolutely. And what thoroughly lovely guys they are as well. Yeah, man. I mean, um, yeah, I've really enjoyed playing with them. You know, when we played with them for the first time in Ashton Underline, some time ago now, more than a year ago, we were, we were on after them and I was stood there and I was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> They're really good. <laughs> And they were guys. I mean, the first time we met, like you know, they just got in touch and they're like, "Oh, well, we're going to be bringing amps, so you guys don't have to worry about anything." And it's like, "Okay, cool, thanks." Yeah, the blue, like you know, they made yeah, really, really friendly, really lovely, and yeah, I just, I just thought, shit. Not only are they a good band, but John's really fucking funny as well, and I try to be funny, and he's basically upstaged me (laughs) (laughs) and done better than me before I can get on. But we had an excellent gig that night, and um, that's I'm not trying to take anything away. I was I was feeling a little bit rattled by how good they were, and now um, it's nice to um, be friends with them. It was a great gig. Anyway, let's um, talking of friends. I've got three more songs, and then I'm not playing one of my songs now. I'm not swerving that out of lane again, so I'm cancelling one of them. Um, I'm cancelling the Rod Stewart cover. Okay. Alex, because you shamed me about that before we even <laughs> came on. Um, but <laughs> so actually cover then? Um, I I don't know the Rod Stewart song, so it might be that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what I like about that song is it meshes. It's by an artist called Krishna Das, mm. who's a white guy, despite his name, but he's a white guy that's been in India a lot and um has done a lot of living with sadhus and babas and in the whole yoga world over there. Mm. And he does amazing chanting and he's made very, um, some really beautiful work. You know, I'm really into India and Indian spirituality and Indian culture. And I've listened to a lot. I listen to Indian chants all the time for the last 10 years. And I really appreciate his work. It's gorgeous. Um, and so, yeah, I thought I'd play that, but you know, I've already played Steel Eyes Band tonight and you know I don't, if, if, if it does turn out to be a Rod Stewart cover then I'll be bitterly upset and shamed be able to, thank god there'll be no gigs for maybe while show my face but what he does with some of his songs is he combines Hindu chants with western songs and it's just and it's played on Indian instruments with some western instruments but it, you know anyway but I'm going to leave that out and maybe yeah, leave it as the outro music if we could play it as an outro, yeah, yeah let's do that. <laughs> because then people can switch it off. Mind you, sometimes it's nice to go out with a punch <laughs> rather, than a, <laughs> rather than a whimper, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Well, maybe we'll put that on at the end, though. Yeah. But if we're going with friends, then I'm going to go for Jelly next oh. and Misbehaviour. And it's Jelly are well-known on the kind of psych scene around the country. This is a cracking song. And um, we've played with them a few times. And I just, you know, I listen to this frequently and I just wanted to chuck it out there. Class. 
Yeah, I enjoyed that. Thanks for playing that. I'm saying thanks for playing it because Alex is putting my records on for me because I've got the technical knowledge of a <laughs> gnat. So I'm sending in <laughs> links and such. Yeah. And then he's playing it. Right, your pick. Well, uh, another relatively new one. I got I got the record. I think it came out just at the start of uh, lockdown. And it's uh, another band we played with a couple of times, Proud City Fathers. On nice. Vinyl veneer. It's uh, called Suburb of Hate. That was bouncy as fuck. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was so used to their their old album, and we'd played with them even before. I think they released that one. So yeah, um, I was quite familiar with a lot of those songs. So when I got the record through the post, the first time I put it on, like it took my ears a moment to understand. Like, oh fuck, like you know, because the first album was a lot more like old school, and this one's a lot more like fast and like yeah, a bit more brutal, which you know yeah. is what I like, but. It's not what well, their live show is quite brutal, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, it's really good. I mean, I haven't um, heard about them for a while, but do you, you know what they're up to? They just put that record out then, you say? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This came out nice. a month ago. Oh, excellent. This is Video Store, and it's a, hmm. it's a song called Math Club. And I'll tell you what, 
It's by video storer, um, perhaps more familiar known to people as Lorna Argonaut and Nathan Argonaut. It's their, it's their husband and wife duo project. And um, I've been following it for a while because um, Nathan always kindly um, notifies me whenever they put something out and I listened to the first thing he told me about and just absolutely loved it mm. actually. And then they've um, made this album recently that's gone out just at, during lockdown, not about a month in or so called Vincent's Picks. And I tell you what they say, here we, they say it's a soundtrack to an imaginary 1980s Brat Pack movie set in a video store. <laughs> so in a small, the songs provide the background for the small town journey and the relationship insert your own characters and plot twists so it's like a semi-concept album but there's moments of absolute beauty and genius on it and mm -hmm. i just i just it's one of the best things i've heard in the last couple of months it's not punk at all it's really indie but it's just they've really hit hit some some of my buttons with this so anyway i'm gonna stop blowing smoke up their ass now <laughs> and um uh, <laughs> Well, their asses. I'm sure they don't have one collective ass. <laughs> but um, the lovely people that are Nathan and Lorna and Video Store, and this is called Math Club. I study you in Math Club. I try to figure you out. Try to figure you
Oh, that was awesome. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the, al- the whole album is lovely. Yeah. I mean, it's just, an, it's, I'd give it a listen. It's on, up there on Bandcamp and I'd recommend anyone to give it a listen. It's, it's gentle, but it's got its moments and it's, it's really good. I um, heartily recommend it. And it's been getting really good reviews. I've seen a few reviews of it and people really enjoying it. And it reminds me of one of my favourite ever bands who are an indie band from Canada called Stars. I don't know, I don't expect anyone to have heard of them because it's really not what people I know are into apart from one or two of my friends. But they had a, um, it really reminds, that song, Math Club, really reminds me of that. And, and it's lovely summer music. And yeah, so... I hope that um, some other people enjoyed that as well. So. Yeah, I had no idea. I'd never heard of them until you mentioned them just now. Soundtrack to an imaginary 80s Brad Pack movie. <laughs> yeah, and they put, I mean, it's a relatively new project, I understand. They put out a couple of singles last year uh-huh. and then this, um, or maybe not that long ago, but I think last year. And then this um, album's relatively new and there was a single from the album first. But, you know, um, maybe I didn't explain properly for people listening who might not know, but Argonaut, Nathan and Lorna from the band Argonaut, who we played live with a few times and who um, have got quite a few records out, so you can, but that's their... their um, duo projects video store you just listen to so yeah so alex what have you got then oh i've got a silly song which i just fell in love with the minute i heard it um, okay yeah, good. <laughs> which i probably played to you before this actually because yeah. <laughs> i'm one of those people that when i hear a silly fucking punk song that i like then i tend to share it quite well slap it around yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know i'm not generally into silly punk but you know sometimes it strikes the... Uh... Well, not even Nelly the Elephant. Come on, that's a cracker. Who's that? Um, oh, I can't remember the name of the band now. Stuff do a lot of wacky stuff. Like, they do the... Uh, it's fucking... And, uh... Toy Dolls. Oh, yeah, right, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Of Snuff, uh, uh, Duncan, the uh, singer and drummer in Snuff, is the uh, drummer in Toy Dolls. Uh, ah! I mean, he's, a, he's not an original member. No, I don't think, I think there's maybe one original member now. Anyway, the only reason, I forgot all about that song, the only reason I looked it up recently is it was played at my friend's funeral last week. Mm. It was when it was one of his favourite songs. Mm. And I was like, yeah, we used to listen to it all the time, years ago when we were hanging out, Nelly the Elephant, but yeah. Well, this is not as good as Nelly the Elephant, maybe, I don't know, but it's uh, I'm a Cat by Bobby Funk, so uh, hopefully that'll... Lift your spirits a little bit. I'm drinking for the time, I'm a cat, the time I'm able to identify 
<laughs> that was great. I'm a cat, fuck you, meow. <laughs> Perfect. I fucking love cats. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my God, I wish I could have a cat. My lifestyle isn't, I mean, it might be stable enough now, but it still feels like a um, huge commitment having a cat. Yeah. A dog you can carry around with you, you know. Cats don't like that so much. Yeah. Well, most of them don't anyway. But yeah, thanks for playing that. That was really good fun. I've got something that's less fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, as soon as well, I'd like to... You know, it's fun stuff as well, but I thought, like, I don't know, I'll leave something. Well, no, it's good, because I don't get bogged down with too much virus. Oh, actually, I almost forgot to play the um, second Tiger Lily song. It's basically, it's a song that really encapsulated how I think every live music band or performer was feeling when this lockdown was announced and and you're just watching your years gigs ahead of you get cancelled one after another after another and not really knowing what the future holds for you as a band or a performer or anything in that moment so it's 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 kind of of that vibe so we'll give that a go <laughs> we'll relive that for a moment now we've moved through it
certainly had the cancellation blues for the first five weeks of lockdown. And as the reality dawned that rebellion probably wasn't going to happen this year as well, I had a second wave. Never worry about the virus. I had a second wave of cancellation blues. Anyway, well, um, no more about the future of gigs in the next couple of months, I would expect. But um, one good thing I thought might come out of this is there might be more outdoor gigs. Mm. In this country, it's shit for outdoor gigs because of licensing laws and British fucking nonsense. Do you know what I mean? But now that it's going to be safer to be outside than it is to be inside for the duration of the existence of this virus, we might actually see more outdoor gigs, you know? So um, I'm hoping that that's what, one of the ways that we're going to move forward. But yeah, I'm glad. So that's, so that's the title is again there with the COVID-19 album part one. Uh, put the tone down a little bit. <laughs> I did. Yeah, you know, I like to do that. <laughs> I don't like the people around me to be too happy. <laughs> cats once minute and then cancellation the next, you know. That's life though, Alex. It is indeed. Cats one minute, cancellation the next. So have you got something to raise the tone again before I can bring it down before we end? <laughs> uh, it's not really raising the tone in terms of being a spirited song but it's a bit faster and punkier so yeah nice let's do that then yeah, this is a band i think they released this like a couple of weeks ago this so yeah this is uh la rabia and delayed response My last song is by Ollie Spleen and it's called The Bedroom and it's off his latest release called Night Sweats and Fever Dreams and Ollie's put out maybe two or three albums in the last 12 months. I mean he's prolific, he puts out a lot of albums and he's been you know around performing with various bands and other solo projects now for 20 years. So it's um, started off in The Flesh Happening um, which is how I got to know of him. 
And I, I loved The Flesh Happening. They were an absolutely crucial band for me at the time because there was no other band in the Southeast really doing that kind of queer, really in your face fucking queer, um, screaming and talking about BDSM and songs about sh shitting on people. And, you know, like it was, it, was, it was really helpful to me at the time and I really appreciated the presence on the live music scene of that. And I've been following Ollie ever since, and um, this is his latest, from his latest album. So, Ollie, 
Ollie Spleen can be found. He's across all the platforms. He's got a great body of work across two bands and loads of solo projects. And you should check him out. Night Sweats, Fever Dreams is the most recent album. And it's about songs about um, going through the HIV experience and what it's like to live with the disease and um, the virus. And, and, you know, it has echoes of what's going on with today's virus and etc. as well, themically running through that whole record. So yeah. So that's it, apart from the outro that people might want to switch off for, which I just checked isn't, as far as I can confirm, is not a Rod Stewart cover. That's it. If you lasted this long, if anyone is still listening. You fucking deserve a medal. Well, I hope this has been as enjoyable for um, people listening as it has for me. Have you enjoyed it, Alex? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Have you? Yeah, yeah. Good. I've really enjoyed myself. I've kept all of the uh, tracks that you chose to uh, check it out, especially Video Store. Video Store, yeah. I mean, I might even listen to this that record, just run it through when we stop doing this because it's it's nice. <laughs> yeah, I've listened to it a few times. I should bang them some money really for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bandcamp warning that says, hey, maybe you should pay for it. <laughs> yeah, after like three times, they ban you for a while, don't they? Or something like that. It's three or four or something like that. Yeah, yeah, you tight fucker. I know. <laughs> yeah. It's true at that point. Yeah. It's true, it's true, it's true. You should move to YouTube at that point, but you know, it's... <laughs> You're making me feel guilty now. I'm going to go give them some money. I'm making myself feel guilty anyway. But I just like to blame other people around me. Thanks for listening, guys. And and if we get, say, more than four listeners, should we do it again? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a realistic ambition. <laughs> exactly. Let's say if we get less than two, we'll just leave it at this one isolated lockdown border moment that obviously we didn't quite hit the right notes. If it's me, yeah. you and Paul that only us that like the post on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we might be on for another episode anyway. It's been great for music, hasn't it, this lockdown? It's been great for, in, in apart from like all the gigs being, the cancellation blues, apart from the cancellation blues, it's been great to get around and learn new bands and new songs and see what people are doing. Yeah, exactly. Especially all the people that are going out of their way to record in lockdown incredible exactly and that's why that's one of the things i found inspiring about doing this now actually so at first i thought i don't know a lot of new music but then when i thought about it most of what i've played tonight is new and that is what i'm listening to <laughs> but if you'd ask me oh, what new music are you listening to i'd be like oh no i'm just listening to steel i span all the time i don't know any new music <laughs> do you know what i mean but actually i do i know a lot of new music but yeah so it's been fun to do <laughs> so this is krishna das it's the outro it's called My Foolish Heart, which just happens to have the same name as a Rod Stewart song. <laughs> That's right. found it difficult to find it on Spotify. You might want to turn off now if you're a hardcore punk and you don't like, you know, soft, new age, Indian-inspired... Hippie bullshit. ...chanting-inspired. <laughs> but we'll see you next time. Yes. Stay cool, stay safe from the virus.
Not too awful. No, no. <laughs> that wasn't meant to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just trying to offset it. <laughs> I'm too calm now. I better put this on.